Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party captured Mirko and turned him over to the Alglorp for safekeeping. In return, the Alglorp had several gifts for our adventurers. First, it agreed to provide a copy of Mirko for the party to take north with them as a decoy. Second, Kit was finally given her very own key to attune to, the abjuration key. <laughs> and finally, the Alglorp provided transport in the form of a manta-shaped submarine. How will our adventures journey north go? What trouble will they run into along the way? And is Bria going to be incapacitated with seasickness again, even though this time they're actually under the waves? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. 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 I'm not even saying hi. I cannot hear you, but I saw the face that you made. I said, I'm not even saying hi. Actually, that's where I wanted to start this intro. <laughs> um, so we, Good. I got a new mic, uh, which is great, but... You have me recording at a little bit lower level than I was with my previous mic. And so Mm -hmm. when I was interrupting people on the last episode that I heard, my interruptions weren't taken as seriously (laughs) because (laughs) my mic was quieter. And And you think that's because of the volume, huh? Yes, I... Yeah, because people couldn't hear. I already have a small voice. So I would like to request that I can turn my mic volume up so that that way... (laughs) I have the biggest voice, and the more people will listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) I could say no, but you're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Guys, there's stickers everywhere. I just found a sticker on my sock. Oh, not that much. Not that much. Pull it back. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. Well, now that now that we have, you know, the importance of the interruptions uh, and volume levels handled. Our listeners have come to expect certain things from us and one of those things is that is that you just testing I'm, your interruption volume is that what's happening i'm bossy and we have to hi hi oh my god hi how have you been? it's been a while since oh no i'm just moving on since the last time we recorded like actually it's been a while this time yeah. so what are you doing oh you know. good i think <laughs> We're all holding Why on not? by a thread, it sounds like. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I love yeah. that. Excellent. <laughs> and that yeah. thread is being held by, are they called the hags in Hercules? Is that what they're called? The, the fates? fates? Oh, the fates. fates, yes. I almost said the okay. muses. I'm we sorry. are the, the muses. muses. <sighs> Why are we bad at banter this week? Because <laughs> we are all hanging by a thread. <laughs> right, right, right. Taryn, did you finish Six of Crows yet? Oh, there you go. No. Speaking of not having any time, but something really, I'm at like a quarter of the way through and something really big just happened. I've been reading like a chapter before I go to sleep, Mm -hmm. um, which might not be helping with my sleep since it's an exciting book. It is an exciting Um, book. (laughs) But something really big just happened and I looked at it and I was like, do I keep going? No, I have Mm -hmm. to go to sleep, but I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see what happens. So I'll text you. I hate those moments. And I love them all at the same time. What's going to happen? I know. You know what, I have been I've listening been to a lot of podcasts, though. Okay. I'm, no, I was no. asked. I'm going to talk. I'm going to turn my microphone volume all the way up. Okay, my No, friend. stop it. No, no. I want to know what podcast you've been listening to. Stop. No, come back. Come back. Come back. Okay, I'm here. Um, the one that I'm really leaning into right now is Brene Brown's podcast, which is exclusive on Spotify, and which is why I had never found it before, because I love her. And I was like, oh, I'm listening to all 
all of these like male actors on their podcast, which are great. But I was like, I need like a female voice in my head. Um, so hers is really great. And she's talking to a lot That's of people nice. about like what they're going through with COVID, like mm. what we're all socially going through with COVID and how broken we oh. all are. So I spend a lot of time listening to it and being on the verge of tears the whole time. It's great. It's great fun. This is how so a mom listen relaxes. To that, uh, listeners, uh, <laughs> if you need a good cathartic cry, <laughs> turn into Brene Brown. Don't we all these days? Anyways, I feel like, uh, well. Anybody else? How's everybody else doing? How's everyone else doing? I mean, I have been reading Van Rick. Guide to Ravenloft because the lovely folks at uh, Wizards of the Coast sent it to me uh, about a week mm-hmm. before it releases. Uh, it will have been out for a day by the time this episode goes out. Nope, it will have been out for eight days by the time this episode <laughs> goes out. But y'all, it's real good. I have to say, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. I have also recently realized, if any of you have played uh, my Haunting in Brenton adventure, I've realized that I think Brenton is a domain of dread. I think it's Brenton is part of Ravenloft, and we just never knew it until now. Interesting. That that matches really well for me, yeah. I was talking to somebody about this, and they were like, well, who's the Dark Lord? And I was like, oh, it's obviously, like, the, the spirit in the house. And then I thought about it some more, and I was like, or maybe it's the little girl ghost yeah yeah but what if so yeah i'm just concerned that people are going to want to play it and now are there spoil is that a spoiler is that a spoiler are those spoilers Uh, well i mean eventually sort of spoilers but like not really you find out about both of them pretty early on so right okay yeah right Okay. As long as you can just, get just, into the been, house. I just finished that adventure with my 13-year-olds, so that's why it's fresh on the brain. Oh, my God, how fun. Yeah. Okay. They um, they were well, more Well, this has been concerned. your design corner. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say they were more concerned about finding pets than they were about, like, getting out of the house, and I was like, this is taking way too long. Like, uh, can I play with this, this group, please? Because <laughs> this sounds awesome. Join us. I love it. I love it. I love Wait, it. Karen okay. hasn't spoken at all. She's laughed several times. <laughs> this is what I was she does. I was gonna contribute to the book conversation, but then we moved on from it. No, because well, no, right I'm talking here. about what book I've been reading. This is Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. It's a book. I want to know what you're reading. So I just finished the first in the series called From Blood and Ash. Wait which a minute, I know that. Alex, have you read it or just heard no, of it? No, but I've heard it's good. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like a 700 page book. I think I read it in three days. Like, oh, I'm so proud wow. of you. Oh my God. It's that's a good sign of a good real book. good. Um, Who is it by? Jennifer Armentrout. Quite the last name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is she a, really a halfling good. rogue, perhaps? It's <laughs> 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 yeah, about... definitely halfling or gnomish, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, what's her name? The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. I was like, that is a halfling oh, rogue if I've ever. Halfling name. <laughs> if I've ever, come on. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's, the best thing you um, say about her. it's good though. If any of you decide to read it, please let me know because I'm dying to talk to someone about the book. Ooh, that's fun. Good to know. Um, you know what? I'm dying to talk to you all about a submarine this trip. Submarine. Let's dive in. <laughs> Yay. So- you all, uh, sorry, that was abrupt, but now we've all said something. Wait, so but are, are we, it's part of what you're talking about. Don't give me that face. All of you just said we were making a splashing noise, and I was like, we don't have to jump into the water to get into the submarine. <laughs> Little do you know, we do. <laughs> I mean, you didn't until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> we just, uh, we see, see and the submarine, mar- and we all, like, run into the water. We're like, Wah! <laughs> we use our Featherfall tokens. Yes. The Mirko clone doesn't have hours. one and he just yeah. splats on the water. <laughs> and we're like, damn it. I killed him. Oh, that got me. So you all uh you all traveled some some tunnels again, played some songs, had a had a 
mediocre at best band practice, as I recall, uh, and, and found yourselves on a cliff face, sort of in the center of a cliff face, walking down a switchback trail that led to the water's edge, to a little dock on the water's edge, where a submarine waited for you. Uh, the submarine was shaped uh, sort of like a, a manta ray with two sort of fins that look like somewhat flexible, as if they might actually be used, their motion might be sort of part of what propels the sub, um, and two little, like, sensor eye stalk looking things at the front, and a hatch, uh, which of course pops open and, and, you know, Sniv has been uh, laying in supplies and stuff, uh, and so the sub is is ready for you all when you are ready for it. Zira has something very important she needs to do before anything happens. I have zero doubt about that. Tell me more. And you can let me know if I need to roll this. But oh, she... Kai, believe me, I will. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to set a scene of everyone standing looking over this thing. And she's just going to like take a step back so that she's a little bit behind everybody. And she's going to smack all three of her siblings upside the head. Individually. Whoa! I mean, can the last one in this round try to avoid the slap? Also, I'm gonna go ahead and use like uncanny dodge or something because <laughs> absolutely. No, not. There, there's a reason. I'm not trying to injure. I'm not trying matter. to injure. Doesn't matter. You're coming at me with your hand, your magical hands. There's a reason for this. Because <laughs> as she does it, she says, "Before we go anywhere," and she's gonna try to smack everybody and say, "Can y'all fucking believe me next time something's weird?" Oh. Can I have everybody make dexterity saving throws? Bizdira, mm-hmm. who would be the last person and the first person you would... Like, what's the order that your hands are going in? Bria, flick, kit. I Bria, knew it. disadvantage, I knew it. kit, advantage. Mm-hmm. Bria, let's start with you. That's a 17. All right, a 17. Flick? Uh, 14. Okay, and kit? 20 adjusted. Okay, I... <laughs> Bizdira, you're very fast, but I think hilariously... Everyone, like you know, you get you get Bria's hair, uh, and and you know, Kit sees what you're going for. <laughs> but I think Flick's the only one you actually make contact. <laughs> the only one who gets hit. <laughs> so it's like whiff, thud, whiff. He'll turn around and say, "Um, pardon me, what was that for?" And then I say. Y'all never fucking believe me that something weird was going on, and guess what happened? How you, big is? How, how, uh, I can't I will, do this again. <laughs> I will. I will say, ugh, fine. And how big is the hatch on the submarine? Like, how big is? Like, <laughs> it would be uncomfortable to try and get more than one person going through it at a time. You could probably do it, but it, I mean, it's really like there's a single ladder. It's a little like you know, circle. It's not tight space. Know. It's not necessarily like yeah. I mean, bigger... it's not like you all have to squeeze through it, but it's not me to get into the sub. I was gonna hop in my broom and then fly down into it, like, ready to go. <laughs> but it doesn't die. sound you like that would welcome be... welcome to try to, like, dive Do through. It doesn't like, sound like it would be safe. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like the trap But that has door. never stopped most of you before, so... That's fair. Mm-hmm. With water around... I don't know. It seems dicey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... He just face plants, like, six inches to the left of the hatch and then slides into Slides the water. down into the water. <laughs> Except, no, that doesn't happen. All right, so so Bizdira has has done a little I told you so. Uh, and Kit will say, you know, that's a fair note. A note for you. Please don't drink strange substances on weird <laughs> islands. Exactly. <laughs> I'm immune to poison. And at it that point, she's, she's going to point at everyone up. and just walk down to the sub. <laughs> Who has more of a sense of humor? No one, so never mind. Um, no, not you all. Not you all. Sorry, your two companions, uh, Glorp, Mirko, and 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 Sniv, uh, were not the type to do what I 
DM Jazzy Hands really wanted, which was to have someone like start applauding at the performance that just happened. Sniv on would dog. do that. He's been with us this whole time. Well, that's the problem is that Sniv knows it isn't a performance and all the Alglorp has no sense of humor. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. We'll work with him on it. So Bizdir is getting in the sub. Mm-hmm. How are we 15 minutes into this episode and we haven't gotten in the sub yet? <laughs> I tried. But, it's a but I know you day. did. I know you did. <laughs> Too small. I think Flick so you will. All can... mm-hmm. Great. Now, um, great. He's in uh, the sub. <laughs> I, w- I would like to ask uh, Sniv if uh, if there were any way for me to get into the sub after after it's gone underwater. Because as per usual, Kit would like to swim alongside if it's a possibility. Oh, interesting. You know what? Sniv says, um, Har, I, I, I believe so. Come have a look at this. And, and uh, sort of waves at you, gestures at you to come into the sub. Uh, appara- ostensibly to see the other end of wherever you'll be coming in. Hey, Bria? Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> this is so sad. Can I All hold right, her so hand? All- Can we go I'm gonna together? Be- You're already in the sub. Oh, okay, yeah. well, bye. <laughs> I'm going to just take a nice deep breath. It's salty, like water around us, I'm assuming. So mm-hmm. it'll kind of help. And I'm going to look at the land. And um, again, much as I do Shit, when I get onto face. a plane, I'm going to like pray as I take the step on to be like, let's hope this thing doesn't go up. And so <laughs> down. <laughs> well, um, down further. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, yes, I have something else, but that's for when we're all under there. Okay, so you can you can head aboard, and, and what you all see when you get aboard the ship uh, is at the bottom of the ladder for the hatch, uh, you are sort of at like a juncture. Uh, there's a big, long hallway stretching out sort of right, like when you turn around, you've got the, the ladder at your back, and stretching out in front of you is a big, long hallway, uh, the end of which you can see looks to be like the, the bridge area, the cockpit area, the driving area, whatever all the way down at the front. To the left and the right um, are little doors that Sniv tells you are uh, are crew cabins, they're quarters, uh, and you can see on either side of the hallway going f- going down towards the, the cockpit, the, what do we call it in a submarine? The bridge for a ship, cockpit it's for a plane, the bridge, what the hell right? is it for a submarine? I'm going to say bridge because it's water. I think it's still bridge. Alright, to the left and right of the hallway leading to the bridge uh, are several other doors that lead to presumably other quarters, uh, and you can see there's one little alcove that doesn't have a door that actually has a set of stairs going down to the lower decks of the ship, which is where uh, Kit Sniv takes you. So I'll check in with the rest of you to see how you're getting settled in a moment, but I want to walk down with Kit to the lower deck here. I did just remember that this is the same day as when we fought all of those guards. Is that true? Oh, that is true. Yes. So I can't actually wild shape today, but I'm I'm happy to receive this tour for the future. Yeah, because I think it'll be, uh, well, we'll leave it up to you whether or not you actually want to use this. So you go down these stairs and you can see there's, you know, there's obviously like there's a mess down here, a place to, a place to eat. Sorry, there is, it is not messy. There is a ship's, it's a cafeteria. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can it also be messy? Phrased. I, I, w- I was getting what you're going at. Yeah, you know, I, I just realized. Uh, so there's a mess down here. There's a galley to cook, uh, a few other like storage rooms and things like that. There's, uh, there are two other cabins down here. Uh, on this level, um, the engine room is sort of towards the towards the back. But Sniv leads you all the way to the front of the submarines. You pass through the mess, you pass through the galley, um, and you 
get into this wild-looking, big, fairly large chamber. It looks like the whole front, like, quarter of the sub on this deck is just open. And there are these two, they must be, like, five to seven feet in diameter, like, tubes that are, that, like, jut out into this room and then go through the hull, through the front wall of the sh- of the submarine. And uh, Sniff, Sniff points at them uh, and, like, gestures you over and takes you over and he says, uh, uh, it appears, as far as I can tell, that these allow access to the outside. Now, I, I think things are meant to go from inside out, but I don't see any reason couldn't reverse the process. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Seems cool. I don't know. Kit's very torn because she's like, well, on the one hand, I want to swim alongside the submarine. On the other hand, this seems like a pain in the butt. So I don't know if I'll um, subject Snip to that. Why don't you make me, uh, make me, uh, let's call it investigation, Kit, to see if you can uh, figure anything else out about these things. An 11. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out to give you something, but yeah. I think Sniv gave everything up to and including an 11. So, yeah, I think that's it for now. All right. Maybe when I'm bored later, I'll come back and explore. But <laughs> Yeah, and Sniv is like, you know, he can show you where the controls are, and you can sort of experiment it between now and the next time you've got some wild shapes ready. So that's that's fine. Let's cut back to the upper deck and see what the rest of you all are about. I want to go set my stuff down in a bunk or some sort of quarters, but then it seems like, like we're each just... going to get our own room. You said yeah, it's four. a nice. I mean, it's not fancy, but it's a nice sub. There, it's a spacious space for sure. Uh, Great, you know, it's got it's got a it's got latrine, it's got heads. There's toilets there, and it's got you know, Bizdira turtle time <laughs> <laughs> in the sub. <laughs> If she says that, Bazir is literally just going to go into one of the empty rooms and shut the door. (laughs) And then get on her belly on the bed and swim around like a turtle because she misses it. (laughs) But that's me time. That's not us time. That's me time. (laughs) It's for my private enjoyment. Uh, uh, Okay, so Bazir has claimed a cabin. Sounds like Flick is claiming a cabin. Bria, are you ready to to go into a cabin? Yeah, I want to find the one that I think will be Kit's. I'm going to look at the last two. I'm going to find the one that I think will be Kit's. And while we were walking towards the submarine, um, I want to have grabbed like a little plant from the floor and I want to leave it in Kit's room so she has some nature in her room for the next couple days. I will point out that but um, the one that you think will be kids, there are only two left and you get to choose one first. So I, um. that's true. So I'll choose the one that is, I want the room that's darkest since we decided that I sleep in. in the oh, mornings. yes. Okay. So, I wanna... so you take one, you take one of the cabins towards the aft. It is, it is very dark back there. You don't have a porthole in those. Uh, so I might no get seeing the... sick. <laughs> I, I, for what it's worth, I always found that going to my pitch black cabin and turning all the lights off and lying down on the bed made me feel okay, so. (laughs) Okay, let's do that. And then, so I'll go to the other room. And yeah, she should get a little, she should be able to see outside because maybe she can see some nature out there. So I'll leave that in the little room and then I'll go to the other one. From firsthand experience, I would say that maybe you don't want a porthole if you're afraid of getting sick. I need to see Horizon if I'm on a ship. I have to. I'm so thrilled that we all, this is, this has been TLR's (laughs) 
seasickness corner. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, since we're we're a little off topic, I did look it up, and the it's called the bridge, but it's also a bridge cockpit. It says called the bridge cockpit, or simply the bridge. Both. So it's both. All. Okay. All. <laughs> all of the above. Not all a guy above. girl thing. God, these Sorry. episodes are going to have to be an hour and a half long just so I can get through all the names of that room in the submarine. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. So, <clears throat> yeah, the, the two the two cabins down on the lower deck are for uh, Sniv and, uh, I almost said Oryx and Mirko. Um, right. <laughs> Oryx is So here? everyone is squared away. No, Oryx is not here. All right. So once you all have settled into your cabins... Uh, gotten yourself squared away. Kit has had a tour of that that room downstairs, um, and then gotten settled in in your place. I think you found the the little plant that Aww. was left there for you, which is either very sweet or very creepy. Because um, <laughs> it happens to be one of those creepy plants, and it attacks no! her. <laughs> Random encounter. No, I love it. Um, and then what? And then is it time to set off, or do, are there things you all want to do, or before you go, or what? It'll probably take. Uh, probably about 10 days uh, which I think is about about the same amount of time it took for you all to get from the eastern to the southern island obviously the distance is not the same but being underwater is going to sort of simplify some things and uh, complicate others and so it all sort of comes out in the wash as far as I can tell I'm gonna argue with you for five. Shocked. I'm shocked. Tell me, why five? Because it has the little wings on the side. <laughs> so it's hel- it's helping itself to go a little bit faster. Oh, how interesting. Uh-huh. 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 Um Doubly like as fast, said, according to her. <laughs> doubly as fast because it's going really fast. Um, anyways, it's going really fast, and when you're underwater, you weigh less, and so oh. that would make us go a little bit faster, I think. So I did go to my little campaign calendar, because I wanted to see how many days it took to get from eastern to southern. Turns out it took longer than I thought, so maybe this trip should actually be more days. You can't see my eye roll, listeners? Maybe you could have. <laughs> maybe you need to leave in that silence so they it. could feel it. I have no it. doubt. I'm not going to make it any longer, but I'm also not making it shorter. So you got ten days to get north. Uh- <laughs> hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be rousing if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and it's been a while, so give us something to read. But you know what? In addition to leaving those reviews, as I'm sure you already know, word of mouth also does wonders, so tell your friends. We, of course, want to remind you about our Patreon page. As usual, go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if all of that isn't enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you're also going to be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information on that program and a list of the creators that are participating by checking out our Patreon page. Right now, though, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons that make all of this possible and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya and Sirmox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member Matthew Allen, to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, Misty and Aaron Stevens, and since it's the last episode of the month, a huge thank you to our Shimmerscale council members Nat Rose, Tony Ellis, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Sam Ellis, Rob Murphy, Kelsey G, 
Jay Sprigg, Gordon Ross, Tyree Pace, Sam Rodman, Jabari Bunch, Tanya C. DePass, Harmony Bat, and Adam Mando Wookie. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. Okay, to the point this week, that's all the announcements we've got. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism when, where, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Flake wants to go explore the bridge cockpit. Yeah, okay. I heard you say Blake, and I was like, who the fuck is Blake? <laughs> Blake, our, friend, our other friend Blake. He's <laughs> our other friend Blake. He's very, yeah. he's very adventurous. He's been here he's been the, the whole, whole time. time. <laughs> he's just incredibly forgettable. Really quiet. <laughs> um, he's just oh, like emo dear. in the corner, like staring at his phone. Why do you... <laughs> All right, so Flick, you go you go up front to the cockpit. Is anyone else coming with? Uh, if not, I'll check in with y'all in a bit. Oh, I'll come with. I want to look okay. at the 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 wildlife. Come on, I want to yeah. see all the bells and whistles. Uh, Mirko and you're play both accompany you up there. Yeah, uh, and so you walk in and you see it's a it's a uh, surprisingly uh, sort of you know simple looking bridge. Um, there's a big sort of old fashioned like ships wheel, uh, which almost fe- it's wooden, it almost feels out of place uh, but like it is very noticeable sort of right in the center of the cockpit area and the whole of the ceiling and the and the walls are domed and transparent uh, and you can see uh, well actually right now it's sort of an odd view because the water line is about halfway down the this top deck so you know you're seeing sort of half under the water um, and you know you can see out in the distance a few little fishies and things swimming here and there 
there, but you're pretty close to the shore, so not a ton of wildlife. Um, in terms of controls and stuff, there are a few sort of levers and buttons and things uh, that I'm not going to explain on air, but that Sniv can sort of explain the basic functions. You know, turn the engines on, speed up, slow down, turn the wheel to turn, that sort of thing. Um, there are, there is a bit of, of... <laughs> Sniv says that he's not our, I'm not entirely sure what this, this station over here is, but I think it might be defensive capabilities, uh, but I haven't been able to figure out how it works yet. Is Dira's head pops in? <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing called on the flying ship? What was it called? The what? The oh, big the, giant... The giant harpoon... Yeah. Have another it name? It was in the Gatlingum. It was just like a big... Ballista. Ballista. Yeah. Yes. Look at you. Sure. Is that what I gave you all? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you can also see here on the bridge a few other little details. There is sort of... There are two of them. There's one right next to the uh, steering wheel, and then there's one sort of on a far wall. But there are these sort of copper-looking, like, horns. Like, uh, we can think of them sort of as gramophone horns, right? Like, big whatever. Uh, and Sniv tells you that he has been experimenting, and these are uh, for communication. Uh, so you can speak into these, and you'll be able to hear anywhere on the ship, and in any of the in any of the cabins or or areas on the ship, you'll be able to hear. Um, they can hear Bria's voice coming from the mess. Uh, I was just about to say there are only <laughs> a few of them around the trip uh, around the ship. Uh, one of the others is in that room uh, with the tubes kit, uh, so you would have seen one in there as well. And then there's one in the engine room at the back of the ship on the on the lower deck. Ooh. So that's the uh, that's the rundown of the of the bridge. Anything. Anything you all want to play with, uh, Kit and Flick? Not right now. No. I'm ready to go. I think so, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bria, Bizdira, anything we should do before we set sail? Set sail? I thought of the same thing. <laughs> do I have I to like, look uh, this up, too? I'm sorry, uh, I what? wanted to see... <laughs> I said submerge. Said, oh, submerge. Oh, all I heard was merge, and I was like... I think that's the verb. <laughs> Slowly. I do Merge. want to check out the yeah. mess hall. Okay, yeah, you can head down there. Um, you're in the mess or the galley? The dining room or the kitchen? Mm, I think I'm gonna... Can I go to the kitchen by way of the dining room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if there was anything in particular you were looking for, but yeah, yeah. you would pass through. Um, so yeah, the the mess is, is nice. I mean, it's a small enough ship that it's probably, you know, sort of an all-officer crew, as it were. That's not a real thing, but like... So, you know, it's fairly nice. There's a tablecloth on... It's got a big central table with eight seats. Uh, you know, nice little tablecloth. Um, place settings are out. There are little, you know, cabinets. There's, there's, you know, uh, you tell me. Is there something in particular you're looking for? Or? No, this just seemed like the place we're going to have the most fun, so. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I Alex uh, is looking at me in disbelief. No, sure. Sure. We're going to play some cards in here. It's going to be great. It's Nothing bad raucous. is going to happen. <laughs> I I just want one week on a ship with Tara and his crew. That's all I want. Why? Uh, just one week. Why? I'll I just think it would be amazing. The whole time. I think it would be amazing. Well, okay, two weeks then. One week for you to acclimate. <laughs> uh, and the the galley. I mean, it's I don't, it's a kitchen. It's a ship's kitchen. So like you know, big sort of um sort Wheels of oversized. Of no, I was going to say oversized, like, oven where you can sort of, you know, so that they can bake things. There's, uh, you know, cold storage down here that just sort of has uh, magical protections and then lets, like, the cold of the ocean keep things chilly. Um, lots of workspaces, lots of knives <coughs> and other utensils. <laughs> 
I'll check those out. Yeah, well, they're knives, and and they can cut things, and they're sharp. And none of them are magical? (laughs) None of them are, not a single one of them has ever seen a lick of magic in its entire life. (laughs) You can't even give me a magical butter knife, dude. Come on. (laughs) There is this one golden butter knife. And when you pick it up, you feel like it has the power. To butter bread. To never break the bread when you're spreading cold butter on hot toast. That's that's something I could use in real life. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Did you all like how long I had to stop and think about that? Right, I'm definitely going to pocket that. We are well after the metro. We have to go. We have to leave the dock. Yes. Brazier, is there Brazier, is there anything really quickly that you would like to do before we set off? She's sitting quietly in the room, kind of rummaging through her belongings. And... Great. Who's taking the ship out? The sub out? It's got to be Sniv. Yeah, I assume that was Sniv's job. <laughs> okay, great. Sniv, Sniv also hoped that it would be his job, but wanted to wait till you all said it. Yeah, there's there's so... no way we're doing any of that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> And so, I need a perception check from Bizdira, please, as Sniv uh, pushes buttons, pushes buttons, pulls levers, uh, and begin- What's that? We gotta close the door. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, great. Bizdira, what'd you get? Uh, For perception? Yeah. Uh, Perception is a 20, adjusted. (laughs) Okay, so you def- So as this- You feel- All of you feel- uh, Bria, you're you're down in the lower deck and you feel it down there. The ship begins to sort of shudder, and and as, you know, as it begins to to power up, uh, and then you all feel a sort of a lurch, like a dropping sensation as it submerges. Uh. And Bizdira, you and our two friends on the bridge, uh, because it's just open, open hallway between you and, and the hatch, you just hear water gushing in. To no, the no, 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 close, close it. Close the door. Uh, <laughs> Um, would you like to translate that into something that Flick is doing? I'm going straight down the hallway and going to close the door. Okay, Kit. No, oh, I was going to say, there's the little, uh, whatever, the loudspeaker microphone thing. <laughs> Great. Well, do you want to say something into it? <laughs> yes. Okay, so Flick is running. Bizdiri, you hear the water, and then you also hear Kit's voice suddenly come out of nowhere, it seems, in your cabin and say, somebody close the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just very nonchalantly, I must say. Biz and Flick, you all are there. Water is pouring in. Uh, you all can make make strength athletics uh, if you want to try and close in with the water still coming in. You can is have one of you can make it with advantage. Bring it back up. I mean, he will, but it's taking him a second. Like the ship dropped into the water. <laughs> can I can I help her and give her advantage? Sure. Yes. Okay. Roll good. Because that, go. that yeah, I'm gonna get it. My roll die. ain't good either. <laughs> This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a four. Okay. That's that's going to be a 14. Or sorry, 24. Okay. 24. 24. Oh, well, 24. Yeah, then yeah. absolutely. The two of you just hang on the hatch until it closes. Uh, by the time, as soon as you get it closed and locked off, Sniv manages to stop the sub's descent and start sending it up again. And Bria is not near any of them. <laughs> Maybe like a little bit of water coming from the ceiling. Yeah, I think so. I think you actually, you start here water dripping down the stairs to the lower deck and you can feel the submarine going up and down and lurching to a halt. And I think I just lose it. And I think I just start crying. <laughs> and she hears Kit over the speaker say, somebody close the door. 
No, I don't think I hear it. I think all I hear is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like that oh, speaker okay, down yeah, there is it, malfunctioning. It's like. <laughs> and then I'm like, Denier, I know we haven't been friends, <laughs> but you're really the only god that I know. <laughs> but you're really the only god I know. Do you know how hard it is for Denier to make contact with this world? But I think he might just give you the bird. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so then, uh, I guess in that case, Bria, you hear another sort of muffled communique over the uh, over the ship's intercom system, but the rest of you hear Sniv just go, "Sorry, mateys." <laughs> uh, you're gonna hear Bizdira say, "Were you raised in a frickin' barn? You gotta close the door." He was raised oh. in a bunch of caves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <In> tunnels. <laughs> Har, what's we a door? The I don't even... We, <laughs> we no, know we the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. No barns, as far as you all are aware, uh, oh my gosh. In, in the in the Cobalt Shimmer Scale Tunnels. Um, amazing. Okay, so <laughs> you've got the hatch closed. Uh, so at long last, the hatch is closed, uh, and Sniv is able to submerge the submarine and head off. And the first day is, as always with us, with travel, uh, is, you know, uh, the rest of whatever's left of this day is, is just to give you all a chance to acclimate yourselves uh, and and uh, get ready for the journey ahead. Is there anything we should know about before we press forward in our time journeying under the sea? <laughs> no, I don't do it. We'll get sued. Uh, I'm and just dancing, not singing. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> they all heard it in their heads, though. They know it's what true. happened. <laughs> they do. They do. It's true. Uh, I think that, yeah, if there's anything you should know before we get going it would be that we love you and <laughs> you know what in that case hey Bria uh-huh. roll me a deep 20 please no I mean I didn't I know test my dice today that's okay because I, I'm asking you to oh no did you roll a one did you actually roll a one lucky no it's the <laughs> same oh not for this yes of course okay, I okay. did. Roll, roll a d4. That's fine. Roll a d4. What the did, way what that she just said, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a three. Oh thank. Oh 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 yes. Oh glory be to oh, Denier and all the other gods of the pantheon. <laughs> that Bria has no clue about. <laughs> right. Apparently it's just Denier. I'm, I'm only thinking it's just Denier. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Uh, the first day and the second day uh, go pretty pretty uneventfully, and you all, uh, you know, you get acclimated to to the submarine. It is definitely now. Look, I'm not going to say none of you get sick, but I am going to say that it is decidedly a different experience than sailing atop the waves or in the sky. Right? Um, there is sort of a a fluidity and like a slowness. I'm like Martha Gramming here on the on the <laughs> Zoom chat that they can see, but you all listeners can't, uh, about just the way sort of everything feels uh, in terms of like the ship moving around. So it's, it's a little nicer. I do have to ask if any of you are like very unhappy in these couple of days before we get to Kit, because uh, I think I know what that's about. <laughs> Mostly I'm asking you, Bria. Do we need to do con saves? How is Bria You know, feeling? I feel like I should just do it anyways, because I feel like if I didn't, I would be lying to all of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not so bad. Okay. It's a 14. Okay. I, in the, yeah, I think the DC's lower here, too, because, again, like, everything's a little bit better <laughs> than if you were on top of the waves. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're okay. I think you, it's entirely up to you how Bria is mentally. But physically, she is not ill. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Okay. You're like, oh, I can, I can do it this way. All right, Kit, shall we, take a, shall we take a trip down to that room again? Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, I... good. Tell me. <laughs> um, I'll be surprised. 
So I remember our last trip on the sea and how people were dragged to the bottom of the ocean and it was not good. So I'm going to add to my morning ritual when everyone perhaps is sitting in the mess eating some breakfast. I'm just going to do a little 10 minutes of meditating and cast some uh, water breathing on everyone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you very much. And that's oh. it's just a daily part of the ritual. <laughs> Thank you for saying it. You're welcome. Because I have it in my notes, and then I forgot about it. But you're uh, you're good at D and D. I also reviewed my spells before we started today. <laughs> Otherwise, yep. I would have forgotten. Amazing. All right. Yeah. So all of you get water breathing cast on you, which undoubtedly makes you all feel a bit more secure in the event that Sniv accidentally opens the hatch or something wild like that again. Great. Like if Kit- Freya rolls a one or or something. Or something. Uh, Kit, just since we're with you, any interest in experience? Experimenting with those tubes? You don't have to. I'm just curious for this. And you could, we could also do it later in the trip if you want. Um, I mean, I think if the first two days have gone like pretty smoothly, then yeah, she's probably going to go down there and experiment. on day three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So on day three, uh, you you'd go down, um, and and the Allglorp has you know of all of the people uh, that it has ever copied, like there were bound to be at least some sailors. Uh, so Mirko is able to Allglorp Mirko is able to take over. Uh, you know, piloting duties if Sniv ever has to step away. Uh, if you all want to, you know, it, I, I am, it is unclear to me how much you trust the Algorb at this point. I think you all trust at this point that your goals are aligned, if not your methods. So, but if you all want to, like, make sure that someone's up in the in the bridge with Mirko, that's fine. I was going to um, ask, is he, like, talking to us? Does he just kind of stand there and stare in the distance? Like, what is he like? Yeah, so that's interesting. That I will leave up to you all, actually, because it can sort of, the Algorb can sort of do it two ways right he can allow it can allow the copy to sort of have its own autonomy when it's not like specifically looking in but of course that autonomy would be sort of the um the base personality of Mirko, because that's what it is. Or it can sort of, uh, when it's in control, it has the Allglorp's personality and can pull from, that's what it does when it pilots, right? It pulls from other consciousnesses and sort of is actively controlling this copy. Um, and then when it's not actively controlling, yeah, it can just like stand in a corner. So it's, up, it's up to you all. They're both sort of weird. Uh, can we request, I don't know if you like, want Mirko running around. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> that's very cute, but no, actively putting a different set of like knowledge and personality in there requires constant concentration from the okay. Allglorp, so that would be cute. I would be worried if we had had it be Mirko's base personality that he'd be trying to sabotage mm-hmm. or do something. Well, you remember, you remember Bizdir, and actually you could be a big part of this conversation because, mm-hmm. um, oh, I guess you couldn't because you don't actually remember any of this. Never mind. Right. Uh, you could be told <laughs> that, um, you know, there are basic programming... It's a weird way to describe it, but like programming things mm-hmm. uh, that like you were never going to go against the Allglorp's wishes right. as Allglorp Bizdira. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Allglorp's wishes are that you all get to the Northern Island and stop okay. Semyaza. And so while Mirko will probably be a dick, he's not going to like actively try to sabotage right. you all. Well, I can definitely tell you that Bizdira is going to keep a wide berth around sure. the Allglorp Mirko just because of she's feeling a little a little yeah, totally. PTSD. I mean, that's fine. And if it's easier, like, it certainly is easier on the Allglorp to just, like, either take control or mm. not. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a very simple... Yeah, I, I kind of flex- imagined... Yeah. I, w- well, I, I kind of imagined him, like, almost the same attitude he had when we kind of, like, 
took him to the Allglorp, like kind of a, an acceptance of like his fate almost, but at least like with this, with the copy, I guess he gets to like go and live something. I don't know. That's a really awful way of explaining it. But I think that's, it, it's like, no, he I is, know what you mean. He know, he has a purpose. Like he knows what he is doing with us. He may not like, like it all the time or, you know, like, like you said, he's going to be kind of a dick about it, but like he's, for all intents and purposes, like, kind of part of the party, you know? Yeah, yes I will no. point out that Bizdira has no memory of anything that happened, with the, of anything that her copy did. Like, all of that time is just a blank. So, yes, that's true, but it isn't actually Mirko, right? So, if and when Mirko is released, he won't actually have any of those memories or experiences. True. I was well, just... I'm not saying I want to bond with him, but, like... <laughs> But you could you could talk to him, get more information about Simyaza, their plans, things like that, right? Because he has all the memories. Sure. What were you going to say, Kit? Well, I was going to, I mean, I think that that's a good strategic point, but I was going to ask more like a fluffy, emotional like question for Flick, mm-hmm. which is like, what is, what is less upsetting? Like having yeah. the body yeah. of your brother who's just like kind of there or like having his personality. Um, For what it's worth, the body is easier to hide than the personality. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, good question. I think, I mean, all of it's kind of upsetting, to be honest. This whole thing is like kind of upsetting. Yeah. But I think, I, I think we can, um, for lack of a better term, like utilize Mirko whenever we want to. I don't think he has to be a constant presence on the ship That's all it. the time. That's it. When you all let me know, the Algorp will power him up and he'll be around. Great. I love that. So Sniv is downstairs on the lower deck. Mirko is upstairs piloting. Uh, Sniv has taken you, Kit, into this tunnel, this uh, rather tube room. Is anyone else coming with? I'm kind of interested. I got I'll else go. to do. Okay, great. Mm. And and so Sniv sort of uh, tells you what he has figured out, which is basically it's like a three part process. Uh, you can to go out. You can sort of crawl into the tube, and then he'll activate the tube, and the tube will seal off from the inside of the sub, and the outside will open, and you'll be able to get out. And in theory, you should just be able to reverse that. Uh, to in come back theory. in. <laughs> He's never tried it, and the problem is that he can't see what happens on the other side of the watertight seal once it closes from the inside of the ship. So he's having to sort of guess that whatever goes on over there, like, it is an open, easy way for you to get in and out of the ship. He also has no idea where these tubes actually lead other than out of the sub. I don't want you to do this. <laughs> do you say that to me? Hey, yes. the rest of you who are here now, can I have intelligence investigation checks, please? Wait, did somebody roll poorly before? <laughs> that was, I got a terrible roll because I'm a jerk. What'd you get? Uh, I rolled a two, mm. which makes it, oh, but it's investigation, so that makes it an eight. 18 because I now have reliable talent. Oh, reliable talent. Shit. Yes. Okay, so that's an 18 flick. What'd you get? A 12. Bizdira? Same. Okay. Uh, Bria, you are down here, and as Sniff is explaining all this, you're sort of looking around, and you figure out what these are. Because you find a little hatch in the floor in one corner of the of the sub, and when you look inside, you find these big... <laughs> These big, they look like, they kind of look like, uh, um, whatchamacallit, ballista bolts from the ship, but they're sort of, they're more rounded and they're all metallic. And you realize that those tubes are a weapon system. 
It's, it's, it's torpedo tubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you put these big things in the tube and you can fire them. And you sort of look and you sort of, you're able to uh, track the, Bria got real smart. You're able to sort of track <laughs> the angles of the tubes and you realize that the two like manta ray eye stalks are actually the guns of this submarine. How many torpedoes do we have? Twelve. Hmm. I'm trying to decide if that's enough to play um, with it right now. <laughs> you also are pretty sure that Sniv is right, that it would be possible for Kit to get in and out of the, the submarine from underwater using these tubes. So I say, I don't want you to do this. And then I start looking at it and I'm like, I mean, actually, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, as you all no. are looking at these things, uh, the squawk box, the little intercom system, uh, starts to make noise, and you hear Mirko's voice on the other side go, something's coming at us. And that's where we're gonna leave it for this week. God, we're oh, all in yes. this room. Aided to Human fight torpedo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what's coming towards them. Ah, ah, ah. You <laughs> can reach cake. out. Okay. You can reach out to the DLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp from a story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bistira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. Come come look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he'll, Where's he'll the bring pirate? you into the sub. Where's pirate. the pirate? Sorry, I forgot who it was, and I, Mirko <laughs> is on the brain. <laughs> <laughs>